Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you. Speak to us. Be glorified amongst us. These are your people, Lord. Feed your people with strength. Let this week and the rest of the month be saturated with everything you have for them. Let no one miss out on this buffet, this feast of fat things. Let the heavens be open. Let opportunities abound. Let your people become all that you have ordained them to be. Help them. Help them. In every area. Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Thank you for praying for me, okay? Do that often, okay? Do that often. Pray for me often, okay? If you pray one hour, spend 30 minutes praying for me. Hallelujah. I want to speak to you on... Last week, we were supposed to read 1 Kings 8. And we didn't... We attempted reading 1 Kings 8. Two scriptures will form the foundation of the word. I'm talking to you about operating under open heavens. Luke 3, 21 and 22, and then 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 12 to 14. Luke 3, 21 and to 22, and then 2 Chronicles 7, uh, 2 Chronicles 7, 12 to 14. Luke chapter 3, verse 21 to 22. Let's go. When all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. Mm. And while he prayed, the heaven was opened. Whilst he prayed, the heavens was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. And a voice came from heaven which said, You are my beloved son, okay. and you I am well pleased. Amen. 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 Second scripture. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself Mm. as a house of sacrifice. Mm. When I shut up heaven and there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence people, Mm. 14, if my people humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, Huh? Then I will hear from heaven mm-hmm. and will forgive their sin mm-hmm. and heal their land. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. These two scriptures um, were from the base of the message today. But you see, everybody has heard these scriptures before. Is that not so? Everybody has heard them. They, they reveal a concept in the kingdom of God as we live in this planet, on this planet to fulfill God's agenda. These two scriptures reveal something, a dimension and a manifestation of how we operate as children of God. Now, once you have become a child of God, let me say something before I continue. When you come to church like this and you are sitting down, uh, a lot of studies suggest that our attention span, listening to anything, is between is it 30 minutes or so? 30 to 45 minutes. After that, you are really not paying attention. And for talkatives like me, 
for two hours. You are not minding me. And yet Jesus could preach for three days non-stop. Paul could preach for three days non-stop. To the point that somebody fell and died and said, Master, you cannot die until I'm done with the message. Wake up. He resurrected a person, gave the person food and continued the message. The death of the person did not stop the sermon. One way you can focus as spiritual people, because the word of God that is coming is spiritual, be speaking in tongues. Speak in tongues. Cultivate the habit of praying whilst the word of God is coming. And whilst praying, don't just pray. Pray and mix the word you are receiving with faith. Do you understand me? Practice that. You, you do that by, exp- by joining your heart to what is coming. Receiving it and telling yourself, Amen, it is so. What the word is supposed to correct, Father, I call, let this word correct this area. What this man of God said about this, let it correct this area in me. I use this word to cleanse this area of my life. Jesus said, you are clean because of the words you've heard from me. So, don't just listen. After Some of you, it's not 30 minutes. Some of you, five minutes. Five minutes, then your mind starts going towards uh-huh. and what your boss said to you on Friday, what presentation you have on Monday, what omutu, where you go for food after service, different things. Some of you start imagining you and your husband going to Akusumbo right after services. Things like that. So, to benefit from the word of God, learn to be praying while the word is coming and learn to mix the word with faith. Like, engage it. When you need to say amen, you say amen. When you need to say, Father, fix me. You, you All these things help you to stay alert and to benefit from the spiritual activities going on during a service, okay? So that you benefit. So that you don't feel disconnected during the week. Do you understand me? It helps you to remember. It helps you to stay connected. As for God, his relationship with you, he is very interested in it. There is no way God will separate himself from you. He has promised. He said, I will never leave you. And God is not like your boyfriend. I kid you not. If God says, I will not leave you, he means it. He means it. In all your affliction, he's afflicted. Even in your sinful nature, he's watching you. He's so there. The only thing that happens is that sin becomes a barricade, an insulator. So you feel guilty and you feel disconnected, but God never went away. He's ready, like the father of the prodigal son, to come to you. That's why he tells us through John that if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just. When he tells the father, I've messed up again, he will wash you. For as often as the baby poops, the mother will clean. If you have given birth to baby, you've taken care of baby, one of the most painful things for mothers is whilst they are cleaning and they have worn a new diaper, another pro. <laughs> Mrs. Quay, have you experienced that before? Uh, say, Apostle, where is Mrs. Arthur? Where are the people with babies? Every mother has experienced that before. You've changed the diaper. The fathers too. Oh, really? Clap for the fathers. The, the generation of fathers who change diaper. One day I was changing one of the kids, okay, and then they sprayed. It nearly entered into my mouth. (laughs) 
Yeah. If you don't take care. So I developed a skill. Don't, don't be bent down too much. Like, sometimes you have to wear nose mask. Yeah. We have changed the diaper. You lift it now over there. It feels the thing. And if you have not bought diapers before, you will not know the pain of that. You see how Mr. Haji is saying, hey. You buy that person. If you have twins, you multiply the price. One of the best gifts you can keep giving to new mothers is buying diapers for them plenty. Uh, I lie. And if mothers still love their children, regardless of how many times they poop on themselves, your father loves you more than your father. God, the father loves you more than your mother. So you understand me. I'm not giving you license to go on fooling, but I'm telling you that God is not um, offended in cleansing you. Do you understand me? If Jesus t- tells you to forgive your neighbor 77 times, 7 times, his standard is better than yours. Okay? Because God will not pra- God practices better what he preaches. Do you understand? And so you must learn to go to God. God's, God is very interested in his relationship with you. He is deadbeat about it. That is why John 3.16 is not a common scripture. It's a powerful scripture. For God so loved you, he sent his only begotten. That whoever believes in him will not perish. He, he sent his son whilst we were sinners. He said, whilst we were yet sinners. Whilst we were yet. Not when we tried to change whilst we were yet. Do you understand me? So I need you to come to God with that mindset that he is interested in building his relationship with you and making you become that great servant of his he wants you to be. Because he's a great God. And a great God requires great servants. That's why he wants you to be great. You don't get it. Let me bring it home for you. Every commoner, every common person walking on the street who becomes even an assemblyman all of a sudden because he has become a servant of the reigning government their levels change that is the name they get instant they are honorable all of a sudden that riffraff that was on the street now once has a policeman riding in front of him as an escort because what he serves a great government so to speak Purportedly. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Alright. And God is better. God's government is great. He said the Lord has set his uh, kingdom on high. His kingdom reigns above all. So the government of God is the government that controls the entire universe. It's a great government. And of the increase and of the peace of that government, there shall be no end. And so when you become a servant of that government, you are automatically great. And, and though it may not appear so, the Lord now takes his time to begin to groom you to become great. Say, I will not die before I see the greatness of the Lord my God in my life. Say, from today, I break every barrier 
that prolongs or that delays the moment of my greatness. Say, I enter. I enter right now. Right now into that atmosphere. That atmosphere of my greatness. Of my greatness. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. That doesn't mean that you will not go to the processes of, of becoming great. God does not skip processes. The only person who skipped one process of growth was Adam. Afterwards, everybody went through it. And you will go through it. Though it may not appear, you are, but you will go through the process of becoming. Follow me and I will make you. He is a maker of men. And in the making process, there are things and understandings and new things you will learn. Praise the Lord. Now, back to the subject. When God wants to bless man, when God in his attempt to make you that great servant of his, as a citizen of his kingdom, one of the key things that he has given to us is the the grace of operating in his presence. When he created Adam and Eve, what he did was that he put Adam and Eve in a place where he, God, could easily have access to. And in that atmosphere, Adam could become all that heaven had ordained him to be. Praise the Lord. The Bible says that God planted a garden in the east of Eden and he put man there and he blessed them and said, tell the ground and keep it. So before God would give man the assignment, he had provided an atmosphere for operation. Do you follow me? There is an atmosphere where the assignment and the anointing of God upon your life becomes relevant. You lose that atmosphere, you lose the functionalities of that anointing. God's presence is our dwelling place. God's presence is our dwelling place. God's presence is what empowers the, 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 the new creation to function. If the same spirit that took Christ Jesus from the grave dwells in you, he says that same spirit who has made his abode in you will give life to your mortal body. The new creation is not animated by flesh and blood. The new creation as you are is animated by the spirit of God. And so a sickness may come to your body, but with your mouth in God's presence, you can drive out that sickness. Say, I have power. I have, power. I have dominion. I have dominion. I will, as was given to me, as was given to by, me. My by my faith and belief in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so the presence of God over man is a very, very important and needed ingredient for you to accomplish your assignment. No man living outside God's will or outside God's presence can fulfill their destiny. No man. It does not happen. And that is why Jesus, before Jesus would begin his ministry, the first scripture we read in Luke 3, the Bible says that people came to John to be baptized. Now, in the book of Acts, we realize that John's baptism was a baptism of repentance. In other words, it was an outward act of expression of faith in Christ Jesus. It was an outward act of renouncing your old life of sin and accepting the life of God, the righteous life. Okay, Now, it was just a fleshly thing. The Bible says that everyone who has been baptized into, uh, into Christ okay, has, been, has put on Christ. Is that not so? Now, anybody that was also baptized into the baptism of John went through symbolically the process of dying to self and resurrecting to the life of God. Is that not so? Now, with that in mind, we see, therefore, that 
if you do a certain small logical analysis, then Christ Jesus didn't need that baptism of John. Because people were coming to him to repent. And if indeed Jesus is the son, the lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world without blemish, without sin, then why did he have to be baptized? He didn't need it. He, 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 he needed to repent of no sin. He didn't have the Adamic nature, the Adamic sin. He was innocent of it. And he didn't have personal human sin. He was innocent of it. He lived a perfect life. But he was about to begin a ministry. And by the leading of the Spirit, by the counsel of the Spirit, he understood that a human being once he has left off his divinity and he walks in, first of all, what human beings need to succeed in God, he needed it. And he knew by divine order that the only way man can access the presence of God, can access Eden, the place where God visits and empowers humanity, is a place where man deliberately repents and accepts the leading of God. For any human being to accept God, Eden has to move from heaven and come to that person. Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, 26 to 28 tells us that God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness that they may have dominion. When God created man and gave man dominion, he didn't give Christians dominion, he gave humanity dominion. Everyone had dominion to operate. A certain devil came to beguile man. And man lost that dominion, that authority, and became a slave. We've gone through this several times. Now, in that process, something also took place. The Lord drove man out of his presence. Man died. Man was separated from God. Man lost the ability to dominate earth. And so, all of a sudden, everything that man was given to dominate, started dominating man. That is how come most of you seated here, and I said it at far come, are afraid of cockroach. Tongue-talking Christians. Dominion restored, and yet still afraid of Gogome. Gogome. Some of you, when you see war gecko in your room, you will vacate the room for the war gecko. War gecko will not pay rent, but will enjoy your room and you will be sleeping in the hall. Why? Meanwhile, the power of God is upon you. The glory of God is upon you, truly. Why? Because even though presence, Eden has been restored to you, you are still steeped in the mindset of your life outside the presence of God. You don't see the power at work in you. And so, for man to be able to dominate, man needs that God's presence back. That is why Emmanuel is a great blessing to us. God with us. Because without God, everything is impossible. With God, all things are possible. Emmanuel, God with us. Therefore, all things are possible. Are we together? Are you sure? Oh, you have not gone home. I'm saying that if you live without God, all things are impossible. As far as the counsel of God is concerned. As far as the divinity is concerned, nothing will be possible. But with God, when you have God, 
you are brought back into your place of dominion, all things become possible. That is why as a child of God, you should never tell, look at a task ahead of you and become afraid. All things are possible. All things are possible. Now, Jesus knew that a certain prophecy had been given about him. And when you go to Luke chapter 4 verse 18, you see it there. And he needed to fulfill that prophecy. And he knew that the first demand, the first requirement of manifestation of destiny and prophecy is to have God's presence and God's approval. And he knew that a portal, <laughs> a portal had been made available for that presence to descend. That what John was doing in the river was a prophetic thing that was meant to open up the heavens that had been shut from the days of Adam. A certain dimension of God that was taken away from man. John was holding the key to it. That guy called the forerunner of Christ Jesus was holding the key to open up the heavens. The prophecy that uh, uh, Zacharias gave in the day John the Baptist was born is about to be fulfilled. God is about to return to humanity. Emmanuel is about to take place. And Jesus, by the Spirit, understood that if I'm going to fulfill this prophecy, if this prophecy is going to come to pass in my life, if I'm going to receive the approval and the backing of God to start my destiny on earth, to fulfill my destiny, I need to access this key. So, even though the baptism of John was to repentance, he went in there not because of repentance. He went in there because he needed to access an open heaven. So, when John saw him and said, I need, I, man, who needs baptism from you because of where you sit? Why have you rather changed the equation? Jesus said, what I do, you don't know, understand. Suffer it to be so. Allow it. Because I must fulfill all righteousness. What is all righteousness? All righteousness, there is a, a plan that God has in place and I must align to write that rightness of God. I must align to how to receive God's presence and have dominion so that I can accomplish my destiny. So even though I am God in man, no sin, and I need to baptize you because you, John, you are not like me. You, God right now has given the key for, to open a portal. The word portal simply means gate. And so I need you to do the baptism. And guess what? Because he understood the assignment, when he was being baptized, the Bible says he was praying. Look, read the Luke 3 again. When all the people were baptized, uh -huh. it came to pass that Jesus also was baptized. Uh -huh. And while he prayed, the and heaven while was he prayed. So when he was being baptized, he was not just saying, No, he was praying, Father, this moment is a Kairos moment. Lord, as I get baptized, as I'm deep into the water, I'm going to go through this baptism physically to fulfill my destiny. As I go through this, Lord, I receive your approval. I die to every weakness and I'm going to be resurrected to receive the life of God. Holy Spirit, you better come. Let the heavens open. Let what you gave to Adam, the first Adam, come upon the second Adam, the breath of God. 
Let what made Adam, Adam. That gave him authority to, to name animals and to put things in place and to bring order and to subjugate all creation. Let it come upon me. I am the second Adam. Let it come upon me. Whilst he was praying in that baptism, what happened, man of God? The heaven was open. The heavens were opened. And then what happened? And the Holy Spirit descended and in bodily form. And then the breath form. of God came upon him. Let's go. And the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove upon him. Uh-huh. And a voice from heaven. Then the sound of God, the Father came. Let's go. Which said, you are my beloved son. In this day I have begotten you. This day, as you were raised, as Adam became the son of God by that breath, so I have birthed you by my spirit. God's voice made that public announcement. The people around heard a thunder. (laughs) But John and Christ heard the voice of God. That this one is not thunder. This is the sound of heaven. You heard, but it was God speaking because he had to access an open heaven. Now, pay attention. To operate under open heavens, you first need to repent. You first need to subjugate everything that is fleshly and enter into the place where you accept your need for God. Man was created to operate from Eden. Eden would have expanded with the expansion of man if man did not fall. Wherever man went, Eden would have followed man. Because Eden was not an entirely physical place. It was a fusion of both the supernatural and the natural. The place where man must function. Do you understand me? Now, when Christ received that open heavens, that heavens were never shut again. It was never shut again. That heavens that opened, opened for all humanity that will believe in Christ. And that voice that came upon Christ, that voice has come upon you. For as long as you believe in Christ, you become a son of God. As Christ received that approval. That heavens was not shut. Now, the process of partaking of what Christ partook of is the same thing. You must also express belief. Faith in the Son of God. Receive Him as Lord and Savior. Lord means Master. In other words, He's the one who's going to dictate your life. Outside saving you. Now, we'll come back to that subject of repentance very soon. Now, when the heavens open, after you have repented, okay, the next thing is prayer. You must live in a place of prayer. The atmosphere of prayer keeps your heaven open. The atmosphere of prayer keeps the heaven open. When your heavens are open and you don't pray, demons will frustrate you. Because open heavens um, speaks to divine approval and divine covering. Close heaven is mostly as a result of sin. We'll come there very soon. And anytime the heavens are shut, it is because man has offended heaven. 
it is because man has deviated from the government of heaven and so the government withdraws the withdrawal of the government spells your doom if any government loses power physically they lose access to the seat of authority no longer does their voice matter do you understand me so mostly now something is happening if you were an MPP in um, an MP in the NDC administration and you flout traffic regulations the police will deal with you especially when they notice that you are a former MP they will intentionally frustrate you yeah but when you are assistant government MP they will even help you to break the traffic rule the police will help you to break the law because what why buying it is so when you lose power, demons frustrate you. When you lose government authority, demons frustrate you. What keeps you, what keeps your open heavens intact is your prayer and your alignment to the dictate of God. Hallelujah. Now, you should also understand that as soon as the heavens are open, one thing is key. The voice of God keeps descending. When Jacob had an encounter with an open heavens the voice of god came the voice of god came and he began to hear words from heaven regarding his life and his destiny to the point that even when he was being cheated a dream in a dream the voice of god came and gave him direction to come out of the subjugation of his uncle Anytime the heavens are open, one thing you should expect is divine counsel, divine direction, and God's voice. That is why you need open heavens because you are on a mission to fulfill your destiny. And in fulfilling your destiny, you constantly need the guidance, the leading of heaven, the government you represent. And one of the leading is that he will tell you, stop hating people. Stop gossiping about people. Stop doing the things that the government does not approve of. Stop showing up where heaven is not. Show up where heaven wants to be. Do you understand me? Don't think about what heaven does not think about. Think about what heaven thinks about. Philippians 4.8 Do you understand? That the Lord will continually so open heavens brings God's counsel brings God's voice. And finally, open heavens brings God's approval. You are my beloved son, in whom I am well pleased. That is a voice of approval and recognition. That is a voice that tells you that I am no longer a child of the devil. I am no longer a child of my family uh, biological lineage. I no longer belong to the Asuna family. I am no longer an Aigbe man. I am no longer a gun person. So when they say guns are angry people, I may speak gun, but I'm not a gun person. Though we walk in this world, we are not of this world. We walk not after the flesh. Your identity has changed. Your citizenship is named in heaven. You have heaven's passport. You don't carry a visa. You have the passport. The, the seal of your salvation is the Holy Spirit himself. The seal, the guarantor, 
the guarantee. The scriptures are sweet when you read these things. God gave you the Holy Spirit as a deposit of your salvation. It's a deposit, a guarantee that you have been bought. And that the heavens should never be shut out over you. That anytime you say, Father, your prayer does not travel. You don't get me. Even in the Old Testament, when heaven opened for some few days, during the days of Solomon, the scripture we couldn't finish reading, God told Solomon, my ear and my eyes will be in this place. Not, you didn't get it. He said, my eyes and my ear will be attentive in this place. It's open, it's, it's, my ear is not in heaven. My ear is in this place. Your prayer doesn't travel. That is why, look at the prayer Solomon prayed. If you had read it last week. He said, if your people are carried into captivity, and in their distress, they turn towards this temple. Maybe their captivity is in US, UK, wherever. And they turn towards Ghana, towards Zion Impact. And they pray. He said, here. God said, I will hear. Once the prayer is made to us, because my ear is here. When you have an open heavens, God's presence comes to stay with you. The Bible says that, and when Samuel anointed David, the presence of the Lord came to live with him forever. He returned back to the backside of the desert, a new man who could kill lions, who could kill bears, and who was not afraid anymore. When open heavens happen, divine empowerment takes place. Okay? These are some of the few things, benefits of operating in open heavens. But the most important reason why I want you to seek to always dwell under open heavens is that it enforces your salvation and your victory for you to be able to accomplish your destiny with constant and daily divine help. He said, when the Holy Spirit comes, you shall receive power and you shall become a witness of all that I am and all that I do. Your life becomes a display, a platform for the manifestation of God's glory. May hope in heavens begin to manifest in your life. I pray for you that from today you will not be a weakling. In the encounter of Jacob for open heavens, he said he saw a ladder and on top of it, he saw God. And then he saw angels ascending and descending on that ladder. They were ascending where he is. When the heavens are open, angels visit you without inhibition. From today, I pray for you that this will be your encounter. On a daily basis, what the heavens approve will cause the angels to come and serve you, to feed you, and take your requests and prayers to heaven. I decree and declare that this is your experience from today without fail. Hallelujah. Now let's go into the, the subject proper. And so, you should desire that on a daily basis, God's presence is on you by open heavens. Say amen. Amen. What then is open heavens? 
what then is open heaven? What then is open heaven? Before I divide, define it, I want you to write these things down. James 1.17 First of all, I need you to understand this. That every good, everything that is good, everything that is perfect comes from God. Read it for me. James 1.17 Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. It's from where? Above. It's from where? Above. Nothing can come up from above if the heavens are shut. Once the heavens are shut, no good thing, no perfect thing comes from above. Please note this very well. It is very, very important that you understand this. Okay? Put this scripture in your mind. We'll come back to it very soon. What is an open heaven? Open heaven is the unlocking or the opening of the gates of heaven over humanity for the manifestation of God's will and purposes in the life of man. And that open heavens comes to empower you. Open heaven is the opening up or the unlocking of the gates or portals of the heavenly realms for man's activity or performance. Gee, Ephesians tells us that we are blessed in Christ Jesus with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. To access those heavenly places, the portals must open. The portals must open. The blessings are there. It has not been denied you. You are truly blessed. You are truly blessed. Everything that God has on offer has already been released. In fact, that glorious marriage, you don't need to pray about it. God has already released it. But you must pray about it because if the heavens are not open, it will not come from above. I used to ask God, when I read Luke, 6, Luke 12, Father, you said we shouldn't think about these things. Is that not so? Because our Father knows that we have need of them. Then, you go to John 14, 15, 16. Jesus says, you have not asked me of anything. Ask so that you receive. I said, Father, what is it? He said, if you don't ask, you receive. He who asks receives. Matthew 7, 7. Is that not so? He who asks receives. He who seeks, fine. And he who knocks, the door is opened. But he says, do not think about it. But ask. In other words, stop being anxious. Stop worrying. Instead of murmuring, ask. You've seen your brother having good marriage. You want some? Don't murmur and complain. Ask for your own. Tell your neighbor, stop the skin pain and ask for your own. Stop the skin pain and ask. Tell another person, stop the skin pain and ask for your own. It has been given. It has been given. It has been given. It has been given. Healing has been paid for. Eat it. By faith. Do you understand me? It has been given. Tell your neighbor, it has been given. It has been given. The heavens are opened. The heavens are opened. It was opened during Jesus' baptism 
And then on the day of Pentecost, it has been opened. During Azusa Sea Street Revival, top-up was given. And in these last days, another top-up. The former rain and the latter rain is being released. Amen. Hallelujah. Open heaven is having full access to the favor and operations of God in the affairs of man without inhibition. It is the fulfillment of God's counsel in your life by the act of God's finger. He says in Isaiah, my ears are not dull to hear your prayer, neither are my fingers short to act in your life. But your sin has separated you from me. But under open heavens, are we okay? Under open heavens, under open heavens, the finger of God begins to work without inhibition. Without inhibition. Say, I have the finger of God. I have the finger of I God. I have the backing of God. I have the backing of God. Open heaven is the release of God's approval and backing. When you, are, when you have open heavens, it means that God's approval and backing has come. God himself begins to back you. Like when a man receives appointment to serve in the government of the nation, the government begins to back the person and approves of the person's activities. Praise the Lord. May that be your portion. Amen. Open heaven is heavenly endorsement for earthly function and acceptance. Hallelujah. Heavenly endorsement for earthly functions and acceptance. To operate under hope in heaven is to have the government of God divinely involved in all your affairs to command your life. Open heaven is a release, invasion, and operation of divinity and celestiality, interestiality and humanity. Mama my fans, mama my fans, mama my fans, mama my fans. Highly corrosive. Mama my fans. I repeat. You didn't hear. Open heavens is the release and operation of divinity and celestiality into humanity and terrestriality for the full operation. Terrestrial, terrestrial. Terrestrial. What is terrestrial? What is terrestrial? F. Okay, so what is celestial? So celestial operating in terrestrial. Because the F was made for that purpose. God did not intend for the uh, celestial to operate without the celestial. No. Always, it was Adam's disobedience that cut off divinity from humanity. But humanity was made to function in direct, in, under the direct influence or auspices of the divinity, of the divine. Do you understand me? So God never intended for you to live alone. This, 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 come. 
this thing he gave you, this body he gave you, was not meant to contain only you. You alone in this thing is lifeless. You alone living in this thing is death. And sana oni pabeye that is the meaning of that song. Hum, divinity in humanity is life and peace. Humanity without divinity is death. It's failure. It's frustration. Do you understand me? Please sit. Let, as a matter of God, that a fact, let's go there. Let's go there quickly. Close heavens depict lack of contact with God and his kingdom. Anytime you cannot contact heaven, Anytime a man is disconnected from God, heavens are closed. The Bible says that God does not hear the prayers of sinners. Not because he does not want to hear, but it is an impossibility. When the rich man went to hell, he told Father Abraham, send Lazarus to bring me. It, the, that rich man has that is you. He, he maltreated Lazarus as a poor man on earth. Even when now Lazarus is in some paradise. He wants to send the guy. He still wants to send the man. He didn't say, Abraham, send some of yourself. He said, send Lazarus. So when, because the man was disconnected from the life of God, he was suffering first and hunger and pain. Do you understand me? So, close heaven depicts a lack of contact and association with God. Under close heaven, there is, no, there is drought and famine. When you walk under close heavens, there is always drought and famine. I'll give you scriptures to back it right now. Okay, write the scriptures down. 1 Kings 8.35. We just read it. We just read it. What does it say? Okay. 1 Kings 17 verse 1. 1 Kings 17 verse 1. Read that one for me. 1 Kings chapter 17 verse 1. Mm -hmm. And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead uh -huh. said to Ahab, uh -huh. As the Lord God of Israel lives uh -huh. before whom I stand, uh -huh. there shall not be dew nor rain these years uh -huh. except at my word. I said, uh, so the heavens were shut because of the sin of the king. By the prophet. So human beings can provoke the heavens to be shut. A man of God, a prophet of God, someone associated who was in God's counsel can shut your heaven. Because of your sin. That is why you should be careful how you operate with people who are working with God. Do you understand me? Alright, let's go. Under close heavens, or take the last scripture, Jeremiah 14, 2 to 6. Jeremiah 14, 2 to 6. And I'm going to give you a lot of things under close heavens. Read it for me, man of God. Just Jeremiah chapter minutes. 14, verse 2 to 6. Uh -huh. Judah mourns and her gates languish. Uh -huh. They mourn for the land, and the cry of Jerusalem has gone up. Uh -huh. Their nobles have sent their lads for water. Uh -huh. They went to the cisterns and found no water. They returned with their vessels empty. Uh -huh. They were ashamed and confounded mm. and covered their heads mm. because the ground is parched. The ground for, is parched. Uh -huh. For there was no rain in the land. No rain because the heavens are shut. Let's go. For there was no rain in the land. 
the plowmen were ashamed. Mm -hmm. They covered their heads. Yes, the deer also gave birth in the field, uh -huh. but left because there was no grass. There was no grass. Verse 6. And the wild donkeys stood in the desolate height. Uh -huh. They sniffed at the wind like jackals. Uh -huh. Their eyes filled because there was no grass. Uh -huh. Praise the Lord. When the heavens are shut, these are their symptoms. Praise the Lord. Let's go. Under close heaven, Satan's manipulation prospers. And God's intentions keeps quiet. God's counsel, prophecies, seem to be shut down. And then Satan's intentions begins to prosper. Under closed heavens, wisdom is deficient and peace is a fleeting wish. Under closed heavens, wisdom becomes deficient. The people begin to grope in darkness when the heavens are closed. And then Peace becomes just a fleeting wish. Under close heavens, Satan's manipulation prospers. I said that's right. God's intentions or counsel seems to shut down. Under close heavens, man operates by his own will. In his fears and by his own abilities and deflated wisdom. Under close heavens, under close heavens, man operates by his own will. The Bible says that there came a time where Israel had no king and, and everyone did as was right in their own eyes. Everybody was fooling. America, for instance, is gravitating towards that kind of life where it seems as if they are trying to push the barriers of stupidity to see what they can get away with. Yesterday, I heard one and I said, I can't, I can't even be shocked anymore. They said, if a mother, uh, if a baby touches a mother without the consent of the mother, that baby has assaulted the mother. So, if Ifua, if Ifua, turns to mommy and begins to touch mommy because he wants breast milk. That is without mommy's consent. That is assault. The baby can be penalized. When people begin to operate under closed doors, stupidity, stupidity becomes the order of the day. Man take leave of the senses that heaven gave to them. You see, then that's why I caution all of you who like to say, put Bible aside and let's reason. When you, I don't know where you can put God because he, he rules everywhere. I don't know how you carry God and go and put him there. You don't fill this place. But let's assume that you have the ability to put God aside. Let's assume. The Bible says, because you have rejected wisdom, I have always also rejected you. And therefore, what knowledge, what wisdom is left? I like the three versions. You've rejected the word of God. What wisdom is left anymore? Do you understand me? Now, 
Let's put away God and, and reason. This is why you gravitate towards. I don't care how, how morally upright you think you is. As soon as you take away God, the devil who is a fleshly devil will begin to manipulate you. The things that you are bored, you will accept. The things that is alien to human practices, you will start doing. You will start doing. You will begin to hate people and you think you are righteous. You begin to curse people and you think you are right. And you feel powerful for cursing people. You would dishonor your mother and your father because, and, and you feel that you have that right to do so. Some, I hear some people say they are going to sue their parents for circumcising them. Me say, so when the heavens are open, inquisition prevails. You don't want to cl- operate under closed heavens. God's wisdom takes leave of man. And human beings operate by their will and their wisdom. May you and your family never walk under closed heavens. Under closed heaven, the works of man does not receive the refreshing dew of heaven. Under closed heavens, the works of man does not receive the refreshing dew of heaven. Under closed heavens, the works of man does not receive the refreshing dew of heaven. You know what dew does? It refreshes. It brings new life. Under closed heavens, both the former rain and the latter rain are withheld from man. And the land becomes patched. The allotted land of, the, of man is now bedeviled by the rod of the wicked. When the heavens are closed, the allotted land of man is bedeviled by the rod of the wicked. When the heavens are closed, the leaves of man's life dries up quickly and the rivers of life depletes. He said the man in someone, the man that delights in the ways of the Lord, he's like a tree planted by the riverside. He flourishes, his leaves does not wither. But when the heavens are shut, the leaves of your life will wither. And the rivers by which you are planted begin to dry up. You see that the river of life that used to flow, that you could prophesy, that you could see visions, that you could heal, that you could operate, and you accept. You see that all of a sudden those things begin to cease. When you see a man who has lost, seemed to have lost the operations of the, of the pre- power and presence of God, the heavens are shut. The heavens are shut. May that never be your experience. Amen. May that never be your experience. Amen. Hallelujah. The prophetic counsel of God is impeded under closed heaven. Hallelujah. The brooks of life dries up. The ravens will never return with food after a while. When the heavens are shut, the ravens will not feed you anymore. After a season, and then the brooks that were, was feeding you will dry up. I, I hope you know that all these things I'm quoting, they are scriptural quotations I'm just giving you. I hope you know that. That I'm just give, not giving you my own point, but I'm just co- giving you scripture quotations without the verses. Praise the Lord. When, you pr- when man operates under closed heavens, symptoms like anxiety backbiting, bodily weaknesses, fleshly wickedness begins to show up and flourish without fail. 
without fail. Without fail. When the heavens are closed, the means of fruitfulness is taken away from man. Close heavens ensures that one is never able to experience fruitfulness in prayer or in any form. You pray, uh, nothing happens. You sow, uh, you don't see results. Close heavens. Under close heaven, life is hell on earth. The power of God will never flow and man is left on his own. The ground will not yield its increase. Businesses collapse. Hope is lost. The seed is destroyed and the fruit of the flesh begins to reign. May that not be your portion. May that not be your portion. I gave you a scripture. I told you that James 1.17, every good and perfect gift comes from God. Number two, John 3.27, a man can receive nothing except be given to him from above. Read it for me. Some people don't know it. John, John chapter 3, 3 verse 27. Uh-huh. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. Which means that when the heavens are open, man is able to receive things. But that is a dangerous thing. Let me go a bit deeper, a bit slightly deeper, even though my time is running. Let me tell you something. Whatever you have, if heaven gave it to you, it is good and it is perfect. Because it, every good and perfect gift comes from above. There is no good and perfect gift that comes from the earth or from hell. That is why I told you that open heavens is the full release of divinity in humanity or of celestiality in. Teles. Teres. Teles. Terrestrial. Terrestrial. Man, cut a telesta. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you with me? Am I boring you? No, sir. Am I boring you? Has your mind stopped paying attention? Are you not paying attention to the Fufu and the Kobe and the... Hallelujah. So, if every good and perfect gift comes from above, number one. Number two, that man can receive nothing except it is given to him from above. Then that the sickness, which is not good and perfect, did not come from heaven. So, you can't receive it. So, whatever is operational in your life, Aside what God gave you, you have the right to kick it out because heaven has demanded it so. You don't understand me. Jesus says, John Matthew 16, I will give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you allow, whatever you bind, shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you lose, shall be loosed in heaven. You, whatever you lose, why? Because under open heavens, divine authority and backing is at your disposal. If you say, I don't permit this, heaven says, she does not permit it, so it shall never be so. When you say, let it be so, heaven says, let it be so. Heaven backs you. When the policeman says, stop, the government backs him. If the policeman does not want you to go, the government does not want you to go. Whatever the policeman says, the government backs. 
even when they are lying. You have not seen policemen who write nonsense and falsehood in the docket and then the court will back it and put you to jail. Because the court, the government of Ghana has given the policeman license. Whatever the policeman allows shall be allowed. Whatever the policeman does not allow shall not be allowed. You have that right. You have that right. Whatever a man receives is from above. A man can receive nothing. Say, I cannot receive what is not from above. What is not from, what above. Is from above? What is from is above? Is good and perfect. Is good and perfect. Therefore, I prophesy and decree. Therefore, I my marriage is perfect. My marriage is my perfect. destiny is perfect. Destiny is what perfect. is coming to me is what perfect. Is coming to what me I'm is looking perfect. forward to is perfect. That contract is a perfect contract. That marriage is a perfect marriage. That destiny is a perfect destiny. Destiny is a perfect destiny. I will build a perfect home. I will build a perfect. I will build a perfect legacy. I will build a perfect because I have received a perfect gift. Because I've. Hallelujah. Amen. Write the third scripture. The third scripture. John 3, 31. So, whatever comes from heaven is good and is perfect. A man can receive nothing except it is from heaven or from above. Open heavens. Third. John 3. Read it. 31. Uh-huh. He who comes from above is above. He who comes from above this prophecy was talking about Jesus, that Jesus came above, from above and is above all. You too. Oh, when John, Jesus was praying in John 17, he said, because I'm not of the earth and they have joined me, they are also not of the earth. You too, you are from above. Amen. Say, I am above all. I am above all. I'm not talking to, I think we should close and go home. The people that I came to preach are not here. When the heavens are open, you are not just receiving heavenly approval. Your citizenship from heaven is approved. You are from above. Therefore, you are set above everything. You are above everyone who is not born again. Amen. You are above every situation that have hell sends you. You are above every demon. You are above every principality. You are above every power. You are above every host of spiritual wickedness. You may not understand it, but Jesus, the scripture says that you are seated together with Christ in heavenly places above far above far above he who is from heaven is above or say i'm say i am from above i am from above and i am above all and i am above i operate under open heaven operate under open heaven praise the lord say i am from above i am from above and the open heavens you receive things from above you see elijah said there shall be no rain except at my word then god said Run away from here. Go to the brook. The ravens will, will feed you. And the brook will give you water. When the heavens were shut, he stopped receiving supply from heaven. Then earth started feeding him. But earth could not sustain him. You don't want to operate under open heaven even if you, when you are anointed. Because where will a raven get food from? Is it not a raven's they scavenge? You go and get dead meat and bring it to you. If you live by a drying river, you start drinking water that is not too clean. Is that not so? All the animals will come and drink from it, will poop inside, and you'll be drinking with them. 
even when you are anointed, you don't want to operate under closed heaven. Even though it looks like a miracle, some miracles are not a blessing. Do you understand me? Every good and perfect gift comes from above. One is coming from the earth realm. It's not good, it's not perfect. A man can receive nothing except it's from above. And this man he's talking about, he's talking about you, the God man. Everything you are going to receive from this very minute is from heaven. Amen. Whatever earth gave you so that Satan can use to manipulate you, I take it away from you. Amen. And I replace, I put in its place things from heaven. I thought you would stand up and lift up your voice because you are closing up. When the heavens are open above you, your spiritual gifts are restored. Good and perfect gifts are given to you. Amen. Resources from heaven are given to you. You lay your head down to sleep and then heaven says, now we can get your attention. Then heaven begins to deposit on you information, counsel, favor, atmospheres saturated with opportunities that your mind cannot fathom. perfect gift. Every good and perfect gift. See, when a man on earth cares you, the curse is not from above. You can't receive that curse. When they say there is a, a, a curse in your family, say, thank you for telling me. Now I know that there is a curse. That curse is not from above. I command that curse to leave my family. Amen. And then stamp this on it. Say, he who is from above is above all. I am above that curse. I am above that curse. I am above that unemployment. I am above that unemployment. I am above that failure in mathematics. I am above that failure in that exam. I am above the rejection of man. I am above the disfavor of man. I am above the arrows of the wicked. I am above the arrows of the wicked. I am above kidney problems. I am above the law of sin and death. I am above the law of sin and death. I am above every stagnation. I am above every demonic accusation. I am above every handwriting that is contrary to my destiny say I am from above I am from above and I am from above I am from above and I'm above all say I'm above all because I operate under open heavens I came from above I came from above my faith is from above my hope is from above my confidence is from above I am above all I am above all Say, I have an unction. I have an anointing from above. And I know all things. I prosper in all things. I advance in all things. I am glorified 
in all things. Whatever belongs to me belongs to God. And I am glorified in them. For I am from above. Though I walk in the flesh, I do not walk after the flesh. I walk after the cross of heaven. For I am from above. I have heaven's backing. I have the backing from above. My backing in life is from above. My bank account is back from above. Say my resources in life is back from above. My health is sponsored from above. My health is sponsored from above. My destiny is sponsored from above. I am blessed from above. I am satisfied from above. I am sanctified from above. I live under the glory of heaven. For I am from above. When I pray, heaven hears me. The angels respond. For I am from above. I am from above. My destiny will not be destroyed. Whatever I have gone through will not impair. It will not impair my destiny. Nothing works against me. Nothing works against me. Oh, I want you to say it all. Nothing works against me. All things work together for my good. The rejection of man works for me. The accusation of man works for me. The insult of man works for me. All things. All things. All things work together. Work for me. All things. All things is working. I command all things in my atmosphere and outside my atmosphere to work for me. I am from above. I have the keys from above. I have the keys from above. I decree and declare nothing in nature nothing in nature works against me any spirit any power from hell assigned against seasons right now right now I crush you I put you under my feet I put you under my feet for I am from above I am from above I am from above I have the wisdom that comes from above I have the wisdom that comes from above I have power from above my righteousness is from above I am sanctified from above I am empowered from above my very life is from above my life is from above I cannot be cursed I cannot be put down I cannot be disappointed any far kind any kind of disappointment that has been working so far is working for my good that door was shut so that I will get a better door. I am from above. People rejected me so that better people will come into my life. Say I am from above. The rejection of that boy is for my good. He vacated my life so that the better person the perfect person will come into my life. Say that girl rejected my proposal so that a better girl from above will come into my life. 
the boss fired me so that I will get a better job. I am from above. I am from above. Nothing works against me. That delay occurred so that I will miss out on anything that is not good and perfect so that I will walk in that which is good and that which is perfect. I am from above. My heavens are open. My heavens are open. My heavens are open. My heavens are open. The angels are fighting for me. The glory of God, the glory of God is working things out in my favor. In my favor, I am from above. Put your right hand on your forehead like that. I'm giving you the next one minute. I want you to pray. My heavens are opened. I walk under good and perfect gifts. All things that are from above is mine. I receive the breath of God. Good life. I receive every divine resource from above. This very hour, I decree and declare I am from above. Where Jesus is seated is where I'm seated. Far above. Far above. I am from above. I am from above. And my life will begin to be above every mediocre standard. I walk in the perfect life. I walk in the perfect life. My mindset is from above. I receive the mindset from above. Lift up your voice and pray for yourself. Prophesy over your life. Prophesy over your life. You are from above. Your heavens are opened. Your heavens are opened. Prophecies that have been dormant because of any symptom of a closed heaven. Today, let that prophecy receive the dew of heaven. He said, a tree has hope that when it is cut down at the scent of water, at the scent of water from heaven, at the scent of the dew of heaven, it will sprout again. I decree over your life as you pray that your life that was cut short, your destiny that was cut down, the, the opportunities that was cut off at the scent of the dew of heaven. Let the dew of heaven, let the dew of heaven, let the dew of heaven, let the dew of heaven sprinkle upon it. I sprinkle the dew of heaven, I sprinkle the dew of heaven, I sprinkle the dew of heaven over every area of your life that is cut off in the name of Jesus. Any care that has ever been pronounced is rolled away. It's rolled away. It's rolled away. You are above every curse. You are above every tongue that speaks curses against you. You are above. I bless you. I bless you with blessings from above. I bless your destiny. I bless your food. I bless your water. I bless your body. I bless your womb. I take away fibroid cysts from your womb. I take away limitations, cancer. Whatever limits destiny, I break it off your life. You are from above. Receive opportunities. You are from above. Receive opportunities. You are from above. Receive angelic visitation. You are from above. Receive divine assistance. Become a revival in the areas of your life that heaven has ordained you for. Receive, receive grace, receive grace, receive divine backing from above, from above, from above. 
receive fresh unctions, receive fresh unctions, receive opportunity. I heard him say, that good and perfect gift that comes from above, it shall make room for you. It shall make room for you. It shall make room for you. The gift of a man, which is good and perfect, that came from above, it shall make room for you. Receive room. Receive room. Receive acceptance. Receive relevance. Receive recognition. In the name of Jesus. Say, I receive divine satisfaction from above in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a clap offering. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministry.